hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Welcome to this week's podcast. This week on episode 15, I'm going to be talking about why better is not the goal. Better is really a trap that many of us can fall into. And in fact, from this perspective, we can unintentionally prolong our suffering and even keep the pain pattern alive and thriving in our body. I'm going to talk about why, and I'm also going to offer an alternative way to think about the situation and to think about the future and where you want to go. And just before we get started on that, I want to make an invitation to you if you are interested in getting some free coaching. I'm going to do a series of podcasts where I coach people on the podcast. And if you want an opportunity to get free coaching, that would be one way to do it. I think there's a lot of confusion and uncertainty around the relationship between coaching and resolving chronic pain. Like what is the role of coaching in that process? And so I want to, you know, pull the curtain back and let everybody get some insight into just how valuable that uh, can be, that coaching can be in that relationship. In fact, essential, which is why I do it (laughs) because I've done all the, the, the movement based work and we can get, you know, to a wonderful place by just doing movement based work, but it doesn't take you as deep or as far as you really need to go in order to build that solid foundation of change right within every level of your nervous system and that includes your self-concept and how you understand who you are in the world and what's possible for you and that's the power of coaching so if you're interested in that opportunity there will be a link in the show notes or you can just reach out to me at molly at move to nourish.com that's move to nourish.com and we can get started on you know communicating about that that would be awesome so i am really excited to share that with you i hope you're excited about it too it's going to be great and even everyone who doesn't participate directly in the coaching you'll be able to see what um what kind of impact that can have as well, just by virtue of listening in. So it's going to be really wonderful. Yay. All right, on to today's lovely topic. Why better is not the goal. Now, (laughs) in a minute, I'm going to share with you my personal experience with this in the moment and kind of where I'm at in my own personal journey. And that'll give you some insight into like the specific, some specific details about how this plays out in real life. But first I want to look at this more broadly. So the thing about better is that it 
is often a moving target. We don't realize it's a moving target because in the moment that we have that thought or that perception, we are in a certain place. And then as we change, grow, shift, life moves, changes, grows around us, we organically adapt to it. And we don't notice our own adaptation usually. Yeah, unless we're really paying attention. We don't notice that process happening. We don't notice the gradual kind of day-to-day changes. And that's that experience of maybe not seeing somebody for a number of years and then seeing them again and seeing a difference that you wouldn't have if you had been seeing them every single day all that, all that time. So if you have this thought that you want to be better then while that might seem really clear in the moment, like I know what better is, unless you've really gone into that idea of what is better for you and you've like written it down or you've established it with someone uh, outside of you, like a coach or somebody else that's, you know, you're working with or collaborating with, that when you think that thought, it's usually pretty vague and it's more of a concept rather than something that's been nailed down clearly. And what are all the components? What would, what would better actually be and look like and getting really clear on what that might be for you? Usually it just kind of exists somewhere in the background of your mind that comes to the foreground every now and then as a reminder that you're not there yet right? So better can often be an ever moving target. And what happens when you are on the road to quote better is that there's many, many gradual changes and what might be considered micro improvements. But if you're only focusing in your mind on the end result or the better, you will often miss those micro improvements or wins and instead they'll be perceived against this backdrop of better and their value will be diminished in your mind's eye so they might be entirely invisible to you like if you've had like two days of way less pain and feeling better in yourself and then you have a day of a lot of pain, then your perspective, if the view is I'm not better yet or I'm heading for better or aiming for better, then those few days where it was better might feel like nothing. They might feel like they were um, a fluke, right? rather than focusing your attention on seeing those three days as an improvement and seeing them for what they were in the moment in time and leaning your energy in that direction, the energy will move to the lack. Yeah, the thought, the attention, the emotion will automatically go in the direction of the lack rather than seeing those mini micro improvements. And it's so important when you're retraining your nervous system 
that you're also retraining your thinking and where you're putting your focus. If your focus is always where you don't want to go and that's looming large over you, then guess what? That's going to be where you go. It's like I always say when you're, you know, um, riding a bike or driving a car or whatever, they say, don't aim for the pothole. (laughs) Don't look at the pothole. If you want to avoid the pothole when you're riding a bike, right? Um, Don't look at the dip in the road. You want to look to the side, but we are drawn to look at the pothole. We see the thing that we want to avoid and we are drawn to look at that. And it's the same with this idea of better. It draws our attention and our focus toward what's wrong or what wherever we perceive the lack to be. And that's the other important piece to this is that this word better implies worse. So in the moment of thinking, I'm wanting to get better, or I need to get better, or I can't wait to get better, the implication is that right now I'm bad. Right? So just soak that in for a minute. If you think you want to be better, then you're telling yourself that right now you're bad. It's bad. And I want you to give some space around that, to take that in and feel the implication of the belief or of believing things are bad right now. It's heavy. I can feel the impact of it right now in myself. It's like, what? Never think that again. (laughs) If only... If only we could always steer our thoughts in the direction that we want them to. But look, this is what this podcast is for. And this is what we need to do. We need to practice reminding ourselves where we want to go. And one of the key things about the pain recovery, right? The process of getting out of the cycle of chronic pain is coming to terms with where you're at now with a level of acceptance that allows you to stop fighting with your own mind and body. Yeah, that allows you to be present with all that you are right now, without the judgment, without the hate, without the criticism. Being able to be present with yourself in that way is uh, powerful and it's the way forward because as soon as you remove all of that judgment, all you have left to deal with is your immediate experience. It's the judgment about being in a bad place now and where you should be or hope to be in the future that compounds the suffering in the moment, right? So imagine, let's just say that you could, okay, not get rid of the pain right now, whatever kind of pain you're experiencing or the challenging situation, but that you could totally extract and just take out all of the judgment 
about it. All of the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the hate, the criticism, all of that just go. And then all you have left is the sensation and the, the immediate experience of that. And that alone takes a huge portion of the burden off and frees your mind to then begin to see and perceive other possibilities in that moment. This doesn't mean that you have to give up on wanting or having a vision for how you want things to be in the future, that you have to like drop your goals or things like that, because it is important to have goals. And that is a part of how I help people is by helping them to think about that because often we can get really mired in um, the whole sense of hopelessness that nothing can change. And so really going in that direction of what can change and thinking about that is a part of the process, but here's the key difference. This is very, very important. So my invitation to you is to envision what you want to put your energy and your imagination and your creativity in that direction about what you want and allow that to kind of flourish and come alive for you in your imagination and in your mind's eye without seeing it as better than where you are now. It's not better, it's different. Think of it as the next phase, the next evolution, the next whatever in your life, but it is not better than where you are now. Yeah? Whenever better is a part of the formula, I guarantee that the majority of the time, the focus is not on what you want, it's on what you lack. Better is one of those tricky words that seems to point in one direction, but in fact, it's highlighting the shadow. It's highlighting what you don't want to see. Yeah. So it's really important to feel into that shadow and be aware of what's happening internally when you use that thought or use that word in your speaking about yourself, about your life or your health or thinking about yourself, about your life and about your health. Where is it causing you to put your attention and how does it make you feel? That's a really simple question. When I think this thought I want to get better. Does that make you feel hopeful or does that make you feel a little bit hopeless? Does that make you feel determined? What is the energy of that determination? Does it feel deep and well-nourished or does it feel a bit pushy and forceful? So you really feel around the thought or the statement, write it out on a piece of paper and ask yourself, how does that make me feel inside? And again, if you don't like how you feel, you might want to jump to changing it so that you can feel better. <laughs> don't. 
I invite you in that moment to invite yourself to feel whatever it is that you feel, to feel the energy of that thought that you are thinking in that moment, to feel the sensation of whatever is happening for you in that moment and really allow that to be as it is. So when you think about better, instead of thinking the word better, because this is such a um, common thinking, way of thinking that it will continue to come up and up and up and up. This is something that comes up all the time for me. I'm sure I've said it in my podcast, (laughs) in other episodes, Um, the way to get better, something like this. I'm sure it's just such a common way of thinking. So the way to think about it instead, to kind of broaden this idea is to think about not getting better, but becoming more knowledgeable right? More self-aware, more aware of all the different factors that are at play. So instead of thinking, I want to be better, I want to have better health, whatever, think, I want to be more knowledgeable about how I participate in my life, about how I think about my life, about how I can envision my life. I want to be more knowledgeable about how my thoughts impact the way that I feel. I want to be more knowledgeable about how people can create, about how I can create what I want in my life. I want to be more knowledgeable about what I want. I want to be more knowledgeable and more self-aware in my mind, in my body. Because that's the growth factor. That's where we start to get curious and open and doing, um, getting insight when we open up to those possibilities and when we create questions that nourish our system, that feed our system in a positive way rather than that negative focus, having that focus on what we lack, focus on uh, where we want to go and what's possible and what we desire is how we start to generate that and actually manifest it in our physical body and in other areas of our life. So the, the shift is from better to knowledgeable or if you like, aware or self-aware, whatever is kind of standing out for you. And you can just bring that other phrasing in. So instead of thinking, I want my health to be better, how could you turn that thought into something where you're using the words knowledgeable, self-aware, aware? Yeah. I want to be aware of what good health feels like to me. Do you see how that completely reframes the focus? And all of a sudden it's like, wait, what? And then on the, on the tail end of that, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what good health feels like to me. And then you, you shift to go in search of that. Your brain's like, You've, you've offered your brain 
an opportunity and a question to explore. And because of the way that our brains work, it's like energy flows where focus goes, right? Your energy will start to flow in that direction. And um, your mind will start to consider what is health and move about trying to figure that out for yourself. Do you see how that question is much more opening to what's possible and to what you're interested in? And then find a kind of version of that for yourself, right? And then feel its effect. And the way to really get clear on this is to go back and forth between different thoughts and feel the effects of different thoughts. So you find yourself thinking a thought and then write it down and get really clear on what that thought is. Feel what its impact is on your body, on your energy, on your emotion. And then reframe it for yourself. What's a different version that brings you towards what you, you know, want, right? That highlights what you're searching for, that puts what you're searching for at the center of your focus. And using, perhaps using these words, knowledgeable, self-aware, aware, and then feel what that is like, yeah? So you can play and be creative and exercise your creative power, which is a wonderful, exciting thing to do. And all of that kind of activity is not linked to the pain pattern. All of that kind of activity is fresh and new and inspiring and life generating, all of which are things that do not link in with the pain pattern, right? So you're moving in that direction. You're training your mind, your nervous system, and your focus in another direction so this is the way that this has shown up in my life is that i recently realized that i've learned how to show up not how to be happier not how to be better or smarter but how to show up in spite of being not better right of not having arrived at better, I continue to be able to show up. I continue to be able to show up for my kids, for my work, for myself, and for my relationships. Now, the irony, of course, is that from the outside, you might be able to say that I'm getting better. <laughs> but internally, it's that I'm learning. I'm learning about how to accept where I'm at. I'm learning about how to let my emotions come and go and not dictate my actions because I don't make them mean anything more than what they are. I'm learning how to focus my mind toward what I desire. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm becoming more self-aware, more clear as well yeah that and that's what I'm focusing on of course there are emotional lows where my mind wants to go to 
all the things that suck, all the things that are not good, all the, the ways that I haven't improved, all the ways that I'm still a loser and incapable. Yeah, that totally happens. But I, in the background, know that that's just a part of my emotional state at that moment, that it's not the reality, that it's not true. And I continue to allow that to be data to learn from, right? So then it becomes this experience of uh, insight rather than using it to beat myself down or as evidence as to why things are not better, yeah? Nothing is evidence unless we want to make it so. And believe me, your mind will really want to look for evidence (laughs) to match your perspective and your belief, right? So that's confirmation bias at work. That's what our brain wants, even if it doesn't serve us. So the way to not fall into that trap is to be aware of these different layers of your experience and how you're framing it. So the goal is not to be better, but to just be. I love that engaging with our imagination and our creativity and what excites us and inspires us is serving us. So allow yourself to get excited. Allow yourself to be inspired. Allow yourself to get creative about your life and about who you are. You know, we don't know who we are. Who are you? Who even are you? <laughs> Explore that question. Let it open up and um, draw you in. It's a really wonderful place to move toward. And I invite you to explore it this week. Be creative. Have fun. Even if your brain is telling you that that's not what you should be doing, just let it take a back seat for a little while and you get behind the wheel. And let me know what comes up for you as you go through this week and you know, play with this process. Play with your thoughts and different versions of thoughts, seeing the other side of a thought what you come up with and how this goes for you, I'd love to know. So you can share that in the comments of the uh, podcast or just reach out by email and let me know or on the Facebook page. Putting things out in the world that you create is also a powerful part of the process, right? So do that, reach out, let me know, and I will speak to you soon. Have a great week, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you. And if you are ready to break free from the pain cycle and you know you need some help with that, please reach out. I'm here to help you. You can find my email in the show notes, which is molly at move to nourish.com. That's molly with a Y at move to nourish.com. 
I can help you get to a place where you are pain-free or nearly pain-free in about three months time. So that means tomorrow's February 1st, by the end of April, this year, 2022, you could be pain-free or nearly pain-free by the end of April, 2022. I know that might sound unbelievable, but it is completely true. You can also reach out to me via the Facebook group from Pain to Empowerment or on the Facebook page, Move to Nourish. And last but not least, you can always go to my website, www.movetonourish.com, where you will find a link to click and book a consult call with me, where you can ask me all the questions. (laughs) I love the questions. We can get to the heart of the matter together. All right. Speak to you soon.